welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today, the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Hey, Brad, welcome back to season two. First episode of season two. How you doing since we're coming back from our little four-month hiatus? Season two of Blue Collar BS. I am effing stoked uh, to be back and, and publishing new content, getting some amazing guests lined up, and, and seeing where season two is going to go from an influential perspective to help and support Blue Collar businesses be better, stronger, leaner, faster, sort of like the $6 million man, right? Yeah. We can rebuild them. We can. We can We can rebuild them just, uh, you know, one step at a time. It's right. And it is, about one, it is one step at a time. And it's not losing sight of what that end looks like and uh, leaving those decent paying jobs available to our, to our kids and our grandkids and making sure that just doesn't all collapse and fall apart. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. I am super stoked to be back for season two. And who knows, again, if you want to be a guest on the show, please visit our uh, Captivate site. Sign up and get on, right? If you listen to us and you want to be on and you want to share your thoughts and opinions or think that we're idiots and want to tell us that, great. Perfect. Bring it. We're all for it. (laughs) Because neither one of us, I think, claimed we were ever smarter than anyone else at any point in time here. So, well, the millennial. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. So as we come back to season two, obviously we've had, you know, time time away, time with our clients, time with our families. The business dynamics in 2022, man, they've changed a little bit since uh, had a, a recorded show that we published. Um, yeah, so what- so the, yeah, so the last one that was released was my the one that I went undercover on early November. Yeah. Just kind of talking about what was going on. Not so much them, but more about the show and why we were you know, dumbasses for waiting three years to do what we're doing. <laughs> it, yeah, it was very different in November than it is today. And as we're recording this in early, late February, a lot of my direct labor clients, they're seeing a softening of the market where they're getting more and more applications coming through the funnel, uh, more and more people reaching out, looking for opportunities Quality might not be where it needs to be from their perspective, but again, it's their perspective. Correct. I was in a networking group this past week, and one of the guys that does uh, higher end remodeling and, and construction work is like, "Yeah, I'm, we're having a hard time uh, getting people with good work ethic." And in my head, and I wanted to shout this out was, um, "You're trying, you're, you're trying to find people with the same work ethic as you, not as." What is in today's marketplace or workforce? The Correct. hey, you got to have the time in the seat to get where you got to go. You got to show up every day, you know, before the sun rises, and you can't leave until after the sun sets. Um, that ship has sailed, mm-hmm. and and we can continue to try to ride the Titanic until it reaches the bottom of the ocean, or we can figure out a new boat to get on. And that's right, we can build that boat as we're going down the river. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. 
but yeah, when that comment came up, I'm like, and, and most of this networking group, they're they're Gen Xers. There's a couple millennials, but for the most part, it's Xers and Boomers in this networking group, which is great to be part of. But when I hear those things, I just cringe. I just cringe. It's like, no, you're having trouble to find those that are like you. And guess what? The ones that are like you, you're not going to pay anyhow. So stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> Absolutely. What are you seeing in uh, Motor City over there, my friend? Uh, very interesting. We are not seeing a slowdown per se in work. Uh, meaning some of my clients are now getting emails from frustrated either it's in commercial side or residential side saying hey we are frustrated because we can't manage these these like our home renovation or um, construction management of the job because we don't have the relationships with the with the trades we have trades not responding to our calls people no showing it, we've been working on this project for over a month or three months and we're at the point like we need help. Can you help us out? And what we're finding is no one, what um, the clients that I have in serving are, they're finding out that no one is returning calls. No one is to these, to, to people in general. This is a general statement. People are not, trades are not returning calls to prospective clients just to let them know, look, I can do something, but we're six, nine months out just to let people know they're just flat out not returning the call. They're, they're so busy working 12, 16 hours a day. They're just not returning calls now. And they're also frustrated. Trades are from what we're seeing is the sheer amount of people that are trying to leave former employers and start up their own businesses. So you've got trades where you've got, let's say you've got, um, you got mom and dad running the business. Um, you've got son, daughter that are in the business working it. They've got all their friends. Something comes up. There's a fallout. Now the friends have left. They're starting their own company because, hey, look, I'm doing this job already. I should be running my own business making what you guys are making because that's what I'm seeing is a transactional. Like, well, why are they getting all this money and I shouldn't be making more? So I'm going to leave and start my own business. So now we're seeing also um, that happen in smaller business, smaller trades businesses where people are, their workforce is actually leaving to start their own, creating a, another void of crap. I've got all these jobs on the books and now my workforce has shrunk because they've left to start their own business. Yeah, hire them. Right. Hire them as a 1099 at half the price you were going to pay them anyhow. So, okay, great. Let them <laughs> figure out, right? So, exactly. It's a mess um, in that space. So, the not calling back piece. Yeah. Right. So, one of my clients, he was struggling with wanting to hire, right? He was stuck in that space of, am I going to have enough revenue? I know I need to hire somebody and I need to hire some people, uh, but can I afford it? Because I don't know if the work's going to come. He's a pretty good, he has, I shouldn't say pretty good. He's a really solid lead generation system uh, for his business. Uh, he's done some really good narrowing and focusing. So the leads that are coming in are probably 80% of the time fit his wheelhouse. That's awesome. In October, I was tired of all the excuses. So I challenged him. I said, hey, um, 
I want you to go out and quote a million dollars worth of work before the end of the year. Now it took him till the end of January to do it, but he did go out and quote a million dollars worth of business because he made an effort to make those phone calls, set the expectations and go back. And he's probably closed um, on that probably about a 60% rate right now. So do that's that. Awesome. So do that math in your head, right? Million, yep. 60% of that. Great. So he's mm-hmm. built a backlog and put a system in place and built habits to grow his business. And he's a younger, a younger uh, business owner. He's in that millennial category, but he never thought about it. And we just met this past week before we left for some vacation. And he's like, showed me his backlog number. I said, okay, um, you know what? You have changed your business forever. You've changed your entire business and life forever by being able to put this thing in play and going forward. It's about making sure that you do those things and make that call and and make that happen. And now he's going to go out and he knows he can go out and hire a couple Gen Z kids because that's what he loves to do. And that's what he wants to hire. And he wants Mm -hmm. to pay it forward and build that system up, making those calls. And and that's suicide by not doing it. It's very short-sighted. Yeah. Yeah. He can't start some project until September, October. Okay, let the client make the decision. You don't make the don't answer questions you've never asked, right? That's right. But it's it's even more important when you let the client make the decision versus right telling the client no, because ultimately all you're doing is you're setting your calendar further out, and you've already got booked business that you know is coming in. It's like, damn it, just pick up the phone, return a damn call. Right. Um, yes, I can do that, and it won't be until October. Is it that hard to say? No. Stupid simple, but people don't. And that frustrates me to no end. Uh, yes, that is a 100% accurate because those that, so he's he's taking that business from those other contractors that don't want to pick up the phone because they're too busy to do that. They're too busy to focus on the front end. And as we're sitting here in February and all the interest rate fears and all the things of what's going on, oh, cool. He's going to have book business and everybody else is going to be scrambling and he's going to have a pipeline of quotes for people that haven't pulled the trigger, haven't done anything. He's going to be in the driver's seat for all that work for those homeowners that hadn't quite decided yet what they want to do. He's in the driver's seat. Absolutely. Because the other 10 yo-yos never answered the phone and why you're coming back to me now as the homeowner, because you're answering a voicemail from seven months ago, finally. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yep. So what are you seeing on the employment side over there, though? Are you seeing an increase? Are you seeing um, more applicants? What are you seeing there? Kind of. a. It, honestly, it's a mix. You, you What you see is you see not necessarily you just see a shift. You see most people shifting from employer A to employer B because of things going on versus those that were previously unemployed now looking to get into doing something so right now we're still seeing that shift from a to employer a to employer b what we're hoping to see is the shift from hey i want to get more educated in trades and there are trade schools out there that are actively recruiting here in metro detroit and we've actually seen some companies creating their own uh academies or their own universities within their business to offer people hey we will pay you as an intern 
while we train you and educate you to get your quote unquote degree so oh, that you way. don't. Oh, by the way, Steve, that's a sneak peek to a future guest. Oh, fantastic. Nice, for nice foreshadowing. Fantastic. Right. But what we're, you know, we are seeing more and more businesses offer that up as an opportunity so that people are not quote unquote going to trade school, shelling out money to go to trade school and then get a job on the back end. It's, hey, while you're going or while we will teach you on the job, put you through, get you an education and pay you a salary. Correct. Right. So you're earning money while going to school, which previously really hasn't been heard of. It's more, hey, go to an institution, whatever that institution is. It's a trade school. It's a four year university. Shell out a ton of money. Come back out. Pay your bills. In this in these scenarios, you don't really have bills because somebody else is paying that bill while you and paying you at the same time. We've got some folks around here on the trades and mechanical like repairman side of it mm -hmm. massive bonuses for tools and different things like that so that people have the opportunity to uh, start the career out with the right tool not just coming in with a vice grips hammer and you know a crescent wrench and we can fix anything give me some duct tape we're good to go <laughs> um, some right. duct tape and sheet metal screws and you got a deal right we can make that all happen around here on the you know, we had Ann Rakowicki back from the marketing kitchen and we talked about the, um, you know, food and bev space. We're seeing a, a shift there, starting to see some of the restaurants and, and places around here start to get back to a little normal. Yeah. Necessarily, not necessarily full on seven days a week normal, but they're able to uh, have those shifts certain times where it is back to normal-ish or we take our dog for one day a week to go have fun and play. Uh, they just gave us a notice that they're changing their hours because they can't find everybody. They're burning everybody at both ends. And they're like, yeah, we're changing our hours, closing a half hour earlier. Our boarding is going to be a little bit different um, just because we don't have the people to do it. The ownership team is, and the investors of that business are, they're tired of working seven days a week because they don't have a life. They didn't get into the business to have right. business be their life. Um, so that's been interesting to see. Certain sectors are, are seeing better opportunities and others are just still where they were from April of 2020. Right. So what are you most excited about this season, Mr. Doyle? So this season, it's just more dynamic conversations with some of the guests that we've got lined up. Just the sheer excitement with the people we have, the businesses that are represented, um, the, the things that they are doing inside their businesses, can't wait to share that their, their impact that they're doing with, with all of our guests. My hope is that by the end, and for those that know me, they are going to say, hope is not a plan. You're right. Hope is not a plan. We haven't, <laughs> made, we haven't made this decision yet Yeah, um, is to be able to get that, uh, three, four generation opportunity and have some dynamic conversations yeah in deeper dialogue and a little bit more structured to maybe get to that once a month as some special releases or uh, some youtube opportunity for full dynamic full-on conversations where we can yell scream and bitch and complain at each other because at, and point fingers and blame and maybe work a, work a solution or create some opening awareness on certain things so 
that's that's what it's I'd like coming. That's what I'd like to get to uh, by the end of the season at some point before the end of the year. It's coming. <laughs> so that'll be awesome when when. That's and I'm hoping coming. that might be coming out of Minnesota that we get to do that. That is, it's in the plans, in the works. It's just, Perfect. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're definitely stoked to have you know all the dynamic guests that we've got lined up so far. The interviews that we've had, uh, you know, lately has just been off the charts awesome. So bringing that to everyone, it, for us, is such a joy. Getting, you know, listening to their stories and hearing their feedback on the different things, the impact that they're having on all the different generations, it's um, it's very refreshing. I've got to reach out. I just did a large strategic planning session with customer and met some very interesting boomers that want to teach and educate. That could be awesome, awesome guest for the show. So I got to see if I can get uh, get him on the show. He's originally from Louisiana, now lives in the Carolinas, and just an amazing, amazing gentleman. Fingers crossed that I can land him. Just taking twenty minutes out of his time to to share some insight. Awesome, awesome, it was, awesome. It was it was fun meeting him in person and going to dinner and listening to his stories. And the guy just wants to teach. And guys like that are hard to find. And I think it'd be great to have him here to tell tell us why he wants to do that. Fantastic. Let's make it happen. Yep. Uh, hopefully he says yes. Mr. Doyle, it's always a pleasure to uh, have you uh, come back and, and for us to get on this show and have a conversation and give each other a little shit. <laughs> Learn a little bit, do a little pontification. I'm looking forward to the guests that we have lined up. The shows that are in the can already to uh, be released here starting here in March. And it's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to to great comments and report. And again, thank you so much for going on this journey and and deciding to say yes, make this all happen. Well, thank you, Brad, for making it for making it happen. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware of who's making what happen on this. Side. <laughs> I feel like a little bit on an island once in a while, Mr. Doyle. <laughs> There's some content creators. for our days. There's some content creation that needs to take place that there like, are days. Okay. Um, and oh, by the way, if you're in this industry, in this space, and you'd like to uh, be part of the show all the time, every time we can be bought for sponsors. Totally. Opportunities. Totally. Totally. We right. all have a price. Everybody, there's, there's a price for everything, right? And so we, today's we show. Today's show brought to you by. Today's show is actually brought to you by the million dollar quote challenge. Well, if you close. really want to know more about the million dollar quote challenge, hit pipeline us up. Pipeline challenge. Quote million dollar pipeline challenge? Whatever. Whatever we call it. We've got the process locked down. We've run people through it. If you truly are listening to Brad's story a little bit earlier in this show, if you're truly interested in the million dollar pipeline challenge, hit us up. We'd love to run you through it. Thank you, Mr. Doyle, for pushing that button. Boom! <laughs> You have All a right. Wonderful rest of your week, my friend. You too. You as well, Brad. Thank you for listening to Blue Collar BS, brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching, Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep blue collar businesses strong for generations to come.